Hello, my beautiful people. You are tuned into the Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, Damia Shodi, and I am so grateful that you have tuned in to the Planter Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Planter Podcast where we speak about faith, growth, and lifestyle. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you are a ride or die, welcome back. Thank you for listening to the episodes and just showing your girl support. So here I am with another episode. And this is actually, I guess, the story um of my life in a way with what's been going on and I share this to also invite you um as I'm going on my journey um and the name of this is just being as I am to invite you as well to also be on the journey to just being your true authentic self so I'm going to explain like what I'm talking about but I think when all of this corona started I was just feeling really restless I felt like resistance towards this platform, towards my podcast, and not that I wanted to quit. I didn't have that in in my mind, but I was just feeling like the content that I'm creating, I don't really know. It doesn't feel like it's truly me and truly who I am. Like I have podcast episodes that were like pre-recorded and I was going to post them, but I just was like... I'm just feeling, I'm just not feeling it. I'm just not with this content anymore. I don't understand what I'm posting anymore. And it just doesn't feel like me. And not only in that area, just even in my personal life and even resistance or what I, maybe not resistance, but restlessness, even with my relationship with God, Um, you know, when everything was shutting down, I just felt like I needed to just do something different. And I remember I went on a retreat, I called it, for like a day or two. Uh, And I would just focus on reading my word, just praying. And from then on, just being intentional. And I've always been intentional in my time with God, but intentional in a new way of not making it so stressful and kind of going with the flow. Um, That's what I've been doing with God. And it's really been helping and reading So in my times sitting before him, you know, I get more peace and I just do different things. Like I would work on different projects. Like I would feel unctions to like just do things that weren't revolving around work. And mind you, I was still in my master's program, but your girl graduated last month. So I have mastered it. (laughs) So... Yeah, I got my master's, so there was the what I say the stress of that. But in my in in my time of just going about my days after I would like spend time with God or just do like have a breather, I would rather spend time organizing my home. Like <laughs> I remember there was one day I had so much joy throwing away 
towels that were old and sheets and organizing the place and making the place smell good and um, making sure that things are in order and deep cleaning. And I decided to do different interior work in my room. Things that I typically would say I don't have time to do. But if you look at me when I like on like times where I just didn't have much to do. I'm like on Pinterest or I'm on YouTube or something like learning how to put things together in a home organization. Like I love videos about deep cleaning, which is so interesting. I'm like, I don't know where that happened, but I find it so interesting. Like Ms. Liz Hart, she's one of my favorite people, probably my favorite YouTuber actually, but people like her and her content and thinking about, oh, when I entertain, what does that look like? And oh, how can I reorganize my room? And oh, how can I do this? So my time was no longer spent just focusing on making content. It was focused on just things that made me happy, even like spending time with my family more. (laughs) like you know I would go to my cousin's house and we would binge on shows I would if you're interested in a really good show I highly recommend series of unfortunate events I read that as a kid and then I saw that there was a series on it and we would spend hours watching it and eating and just talking and hearing about her little teenage life and my other cousin as well and then just indulging in things that usually I would say I don't have time to do, right? And as I was doing these things, spending time with God and just doing these things, I just felt more at peace and more like me. Like this is the side in which I wish that others could see more. But for some reason, I had been stifling myself in the things that I like or not showing, not stifling. Actually, I've been doing it, but just not showing it, you know, just not showing that side or those sides of me that are interesting to me. Even in this time period that we've been in Corona and, and more at home, I've take I've I've been more diligent about even like keeping myself together and not allowing myself to let myself go because I pride myself in looking my best or I really put effort to that because I want that to be a part of my lifestyle. So little things like that, playing with different scents and, you know, making sure that my nails were manicured well and I wasn't just looking crusty, like just doing my best. You know what I'm saying? Like my hair was another story. Just went to the barber a couple weeks ago. And he literally gave me a gaping hole on my head, but that's fine. Um, you know, we, we forgive, right? Hair grew back, we're good. But I just wanted to pay attention to those things. And something just hit me, I guess, as I'm talking about this. You know, something just hit me in this time period. I was like, these are the things that are me. Like, these are the things that I love. I love taking care of myself and finding out new ways to take care of myself. I love organizing um, my home and trying to be on top of things there and, and finding more efficient ways. And I love systems and I love traveling. Like I can't wait to travel. Like I missed out on graduations and conferences in this in this time period, but I enjoy those things. I enjoy laughing and being humorous and 
just being a clown. Like I enjoy those things, but somewhere in the midst, I have not allowed myself to share those parts of me in my own unique way. And then another thing that I realized is just who I am as a person, who I am, like the core of me, other than what I like, like who I'm supposed to be and who I'm called, the type of woman that I'm called to be. I think I'd spent so many years just not coming to terms or neglecting it. So I'll give you an example. So I grew up in a home that you know, very giving. And we like good things. My mother specifically values the best. She values options. She values getting what she likes and also what she needs. And she's not stingy. She's giving. So this is the things that I grew up with. However, somewhere down the line, I realized that I developed this like poverty mentality or this lack mentality so I'll say things like oh we shouldn't spend that or that's too much or you can get this cheaper which is great you know if you be to be me to be more efficient and sometimes it's good but I realized that I was that I have been neglecting things that I like due to oh I shouldn't have this or I shouldn't have that which is completely opposite to how I was raised I wasn't even raised and I and I didn't see that but somehow some way it's like this I've traded in a a perspective of wealth for a perspective of poverty. And I saw that it was showing roots in all areas of my life, how I saw my platform, how I saw myself, how I treat myself. And I don't like I was just like. But even though I acted that way, deep down, I knew and I'm so confident that I'm supposed to be a wealthy person. Like as a kid, I never felt that, oh, I can never make it. Or, you know, when people say, oh, you're going to be great. I would confidently tell them, yes, I will, because I truly believed that. But my actions were not showing that I believed this at, at times. It's like I just wasn't being true to like me and what I like. Like in this time period, I've like I tell my friends I'm supposed to be a rich. <laughs> you fill in the blank, but I'm a, I'm a woman of wealth. Gosh darn it! And I can't deny myself. Like when I pick things out, it's not that I'm trying to be expensive, but I just pick things that are expensive because I like quality. I like. I like that stuff, but for years I've just been like, no, I can't have. I, I don't. I don't need that. I. Sh- I not even that. I shouldn't have it. I just don't need it. I. I need to only get what I need, not what I want. Right. I don't know. Like there was a day where I just was like, this. I'm supposed. Like there's a type of woman that I'm. I'm. I'm supposed to be, and I need to let this type of woman show. I need to put this woman and allow her to blossom and to grow, and. I remember I was just thinking of my name. My full name is Odua Damilola. And I've always known the meaning of it, but I just felt the urge to Google my name. That what is the meaning of this name? And, you know, as I read it, it means God gives me wealth. That's the meaning of my name. And if you know Nigerians, especially the Yoruba tribe, when they give children 
like names, those names they believe define who that child would be. That's why we're very particular when naming children. And my birthright, like my birth, like who I am, I'm supposed to be a woman of wealth, but I have been living beneath that. And, you know, I was talking to my coach about just, and I'll get to that too, um, talking to my coach about just the pains that I've had with school and, you know, wanting to have been in medical school, but here I am now and I'm getting better. I'm like, you know what? I'm on a different path and it's cool. I'm, I'm seeing what God is doing in my life now. Right. And she made a statement. She said, maybe why things didn't work for you was because you were living beneath who you were supposed to be. And even though it doesn't fully take the like pain of what has happened away, but it does give clarity as to maybe why things that I was after just weren't working out because God was like, bro, like I've called you to be somebody who is bigger than what you think. I've called you to be a woman of wealth and wealth in money, wealth in relationships, wealth in opportunities, ideas. Like I'm somebody that I, I just like, if you give me like, oh, this is what I want to do. I can give you like five to 10 different ways how to spin it. Like I have ideas for days and it's a gift or wealth and wisdom and all these different things. And I, I was denying those things at one point because I just, I just need to be on this path. This is the path that I have, but it's like denying the gifts that God has given me, denying the wealth that he's given me and denying how I should treat myself and be wealthy myself in my own life. So, I mean, he's been really working with me on this mentality, specifically on wealth and how to perceive wealth um, and how to how to operate in that. Specifically, if I'm somebody who's in business and that's another thing, too, like I'm a I'm a business person. I'm business minded. I've been on this path since I was eight years old, more because I've been surrounded by people who do business. My grandmother was an entrepreneur. My uncle owns his own store. My mom has owned many pharmacies. You name it, mostly people in my family are business owners. My dad has also owned businesses and he's a he's into real estate. He owns property. So I've always had this mindset before it was even cool. Like coming to terms of like, I like business. Like, let me not not speak about it or, you know, put it on my podcast. I'm not like, I truly enjoy um, the, the idea of, of being an entrepreneur and it, it's my calling. It's my, it's my birthright. You know, we know that entrepreneurship can bring wealth to somebody's life. So really just coming to terms with this and just not taking anything less, like just not doing things anymore because of how I think I should be perceived. And I've been grappling with that for a while, but it's like, I'm called to serve who I'm going to serve. Like, or yeah, I'm called to serve who I'm going to serve. Not everybody is going to be in my corner. I'm not here for everybody and the content or whatever I say is just not going to be for everybody. And that's fine. The people who buy into my courses are not going to be everybody. And I shouldn't, I shouldn't feel bad about that because at the end of the day, I'm called to speak to a, a type of woman that is probably on the same journey that I've been on as well. And 
just wants to be herself and build wealth like for her family and that's something that's always been important to me but I don't know child what in the world I was <laughs> I was doing but it's so funny like in my time with God like and then the things that I would be prompted to do afterwards it's almost like he was just showing me like these are the things that matter to you like this is what is important to you and these are the things that you should celebrate you know I always I have told one of my family members that I growing up was really good at writing I knew how to write well I would write stories I'd be the first one to finish my papers when I was in elementary school and all those things but even though I was good at writing I always denied it I always denied it was a gift because I just needed to be good at math and I was struggling at math. Like I struggle with math in school, but I was like, in order to be good in science and be good and be a doctor, I just believed in my head. I need to be good at math. So I would deny myself of what I was good at in order to pursue something that I think I should, I should love, or I think that I should be. And it's just not that, you know, it's just like, I'm having to unlearn those those behaviors and just really take hold of who I'm supposed to be, which is a wealthy woman and a woman of many passions and many skills. And that's, that's, that's who I am. Another way that God has been helping me or another way that I've been breaking this like mentality or this poverty or mindset is also investing more into myself And I'm going to give you um, another podcast, some examples of what he's been doing. But one thing in particular that I was prompted to do was to get a coach because I think I had gotten at my wits end with how far I could take this platform on my own. And either my philosophy now is either you're going to spend money or you're going to spend time. You can spend time investing into whatever you're building and spend 10 years or five years and getting it to a certain point. But if you had invest the money needed in order to get the help that you that that was required, it could accelerate your growth exponentially. So I have had to have the mentality that if something is expensive and I invest in it, this investment could multiply my profit or multiply my return 10 times fold. But I have to be willing. And it wasn't like God was like, I need you to go get a coach. No, it was just coming to the realization that, you know what, I I need help. And just the prompting of, oh, why don't you call this person? Why don't you call her? Why don't you call you know, and see what's going on. And that was scary because I was like, how much is it going to cost? I don't know. Will I have the money to do it? And we had a conversation and, you know, thankfully so, everything is in check. But if I didn't make the leap to do it, then I would still be like, oh, but I can't afford that. I can't afford that. And I don't want to think like that because I'm like, if I'm going to be somebody who's wealthy, I have to be able to invest into things that are going to that are going to bring back a, a great return. I need to be able to invest in myself and invest in others. I need to know what is important and buy those things and then also dealing with like clients. Like if I'm afraid of spending money, how am I going to be able to um command the amount of money that that I'm worth? How would I be able to do that if in my own personal life I'm not able to I'm not able to invest and not be afraid of money. I'm just on a journey at this point to 
just be myself as I am and fully embrace who I am, the intricate parts of me, and to not deny myself anymore. So if I'm a type of girl who likes things that are expensive, that's what I like. Or if I like options, the idea of just having options, like having options to, I could stay here because it's cheaper, but I do like this. Or you know what, I'll stay here because it's cheaper and it's more financially stable, like if I'm traveling, but I do have the money to invest in a better hotel or a better experience. That it's not because I'm struggling, but because I have choices. I can make a choice that better fits whatever plan I'm going on. Like that's my thing. Like I've changed my thinking to now be more limitless. Like instead of thinking, oh God, I don't need this much money. I don't need that much. I'll just be fine with just this. Like if you can just do this for me. No, like I'm like, no God, like, limitless like that's where I'm at I want to be limitless like you wherever I land my feet there you're going to be like you will I think there's a verse and I'm trying to remember it's in Deuteronomy okay so there's two verses Um, Joshua 1 3 says every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon I have given to you just as I promised Moses and then another verse is Deuteronomy 11 24 Every place where you set your foot will be yours. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, from Euphrates River to the Mediterranean Sea. So these are the type of promises now that I'm taking into account and truly living at what I believe like God is calling me to live and who he's calling me to be. So you're going to notice um, a little bit more content on this on this podcast that really just reflect more or different facets of who I am. Yes, I am somebody of faith, but I have so many more interests than just speaking on those things. And I think that's where I was feeling stifled. Like maybe that's all that I can speak about and from that perspective. But it's like, I really love beauty. I like fashion. I love self-care. I love traveling and adventures and productivity. I'm a productivity queen. I love figuring out systems and mindsets and just how can I take care of my body, food. I'm a foodie. Like I am that foodie. Okay. Like things like that and incorporating that into this platform in hopes that As I share, you too will also just rise up and become who you truly are. So I'm just extending this invitation to you that you would just evolve into the person that you are truly supposed to be and to to not deny yourself of what your likes are, your desires. So we're not going to deny ourselves of our desires any longer. We're not going to deny ourselves of what we truly love. We're going to become who we're supposed to be and live to that standard. Just like when I saw my name, I said, no, I'm supposed to be wealthy, wealthy in all areas of my life because it is my birthright. What does that look like for you? How are you now going to live and be as you truly are? How can you just be me as I am? What does that look like for you? I would love to hear your response on that. Um, send me an email or 
hit me up on social media about what that looks like for you. How you are going to truly live in your own authentic way. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate you for tuning back in. And I just pray that this encourages you to just be you as you truly are. All right, I'll speak to you on the next episode.